Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. I'm selected about and joining me as ever for a look ahead to Saturday's racing is Paul Gallagher, who is otherwise known as the voice of value. How's it going, Paul? Yeah, not too bad. Can't complain. Looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, we could. It's been a busy week um, in my other life. So, yeah, looking forward to getting the feet up tomorrow and watching the racing. Yeah, and uh, you were telling me you have a night out tonight. How does that work in lockdown, Britain? Well, more, more importantly, how does that work with uh, with a fourteen day old baby? I've actually got two separate nights out tonight. A guy's getting married on Saturday, and uh, one of my other mates is forty today. So happy birthday to Mike, if he's listening. Um, I'm currently living in the Isle of Man, so that's how I can get out. We've got all our pubs back open again. It's happy, happy days here. All right, don't rub it in. I'm trying not to, trying not to make too much of it. Okay, so we're going to have a look at. Uh, Saturday's live racing as we usually do. Do you want to touch on last week at all? Yeah, I might as well mention the stinky days as well as the good ones. Um, Friday was poor. I actually think we, we turned up off on Saturday. There was quite a few placed horses and one winner on Saturday. But uh, I think Friday was pretty crap. We'll forgive you since you were uh, otherwise engaged with the new arrival. Uh, in, that's in the run up to Friday, so you can have that one excuse and that's it. Okay, ideal. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to kick off with uh, Saturday's racing and uh, it's seven races across Newcastle and Newmarket, four from Newcastle, three from Newmarket. We've got quite a few tips lined up. So let's get started. Uh, first race on the telly is going to be the 150 from Newcastle. Yeah, this should be should be a pretty good race. There'll be a few um, there'll be a few names in here that but a lot of listeners will remember from similar races. A six furlong um, sprint um, of of a decent quality. Um, people will probably remember Brando, Major Jumbo, Judicial horses like that. Um, been over the over the course. If you'll pardon the pun. Um, the one I like though is um, a slightly younger one horse called Mubaka. Um, it should go off favourite, I think, but it's it's it looks like good value to me. And one nicely uh, in the class two handicap at Newcastle last time out, um, which was post lockdown, so no question marks over um, form and fitness. Um, that was a pretty good handicap that day. Um, some some decent horses in behind, I thought. Um, so yeah, I think. Stepping up to this level, I don't think should be any problem for him at all. And he's the he's the obvious sort of unexposed one um, against um, some some really good quality horses. But um, I think he's the one that's got the potential improvement in him, and I quite fancy him to get the job done. We're looking at three to one, I think, best price, eleven to four, actually eleven to four, best price. Eleven to four, yeah. And I see we obviously ticks the favoured course and distance box. Yeah, always important, particularly um, when when it comes to all weather stuff, because that can some of them can be a bit funny with the all weather mm. um, and the, the tapita surface that they've got at Newcastle. So he uh, yeah won that course and distance handicap last time out, so that's a big big tick in his favour. Okay, so that's Moe Backer in the one fifty at Newcastle, currently trading about eleven to four. Yep, that's it. Okay, the next race on TV is the two hundred five at Newmarket, but you're not going to opt for anything in this one. No, I'm not particularly confident. Um, there's a, a quite short price favourite, Boccaccio, who um, has run twice and won twice, but they weren't they weren't fantastic races, and they 
hasn't had a run. Um, so I'm going to pass him over. And there wasn't anything else that really jumped out at me in behind. If there were more runners, I'd maybe have a wee look at Manny Gordo, who um, had a decent comeback when at Sandown. But that was like a joke race as well. Not a joke race, but not a very not a very good race. So no, uh, in short, no, no bit for me the 205 we will pass that one over okay let's skip on to the 225 at newcastle and this looks more like a voice of value point a 16 to 8 each way shot yeah this is a uh, this is the, the ones that i like to tip and love to see them finish second and third and then claim each way of value <laughs> uh, i'd rather the ones to be fair but uh, it's not always as easy as uh, I would like. Um, yeah, this again is a really competitive-looking handicap, um, and again some some names that will probably be familiar to people. Um, horses like Copper Knight and El Hombre. Um, there's one, the, the one I'm taking a chance on, and it, it is a chance in a in a tricky race, so it's not it's not one to go crazy on. But um, the one I quite like the look of is Cowboy Soldier, um, trained by Robert Cowell. Now, the thinking behind this is um, he was off for a year before, almost exactly a year before his comeback race at Doncaster last time. So I think we can give him a wee bit of um, leeway. That was just a mid-division finish, um, nothing particularly impressive. But it was a decent race. And in his four-year-old form, um, he looked a decent, um, progressive horse. He's dropped back down in the handicap now, so he's five pounds lower than his best rating um, and he's just one pound higher than when he won um, at Kempton on the all weather at Kempton over five furlongs in April of last year, 2019. Um, on that form, I think he's got a cracking chance here. So if they run um, the first, the sort of run last night to get the cobwebs dusted off and mm-hmm. help them, um, I think he's got a decent chance here. Sylvester so D'Souza's booked as well, so that's a I was going to ask, is that significant as well? I think so. I think um, he's he's a bit of a marmite jockey. Some people aren't too uh-huh. keen on, but um, he's a winner, and he's not the sort of um, not the sort of jockey. It just takes a ride for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'd expect I'd expect a decent performance, um, and I, I, I don't see um, Sylvester as a as a sort of negative jockey. Um, I, I don't mind him. So yeah, I think, I think it's a decent each way shout. You're getting sixteen to one. You know, it's not. Um, don't come crying to me if it doesn't win, but I think <laughs> a decent, decent value shout. You're getting extra places as well, which is which is always nice to see. Um, so we're worth we're worth looking for that. I think you're getting four places each way with Paddy Power and Betfair, who are also top price sixty to one. So that that's the that's the value shout for me in a tricky race. Yeah, we always advi- advise to try and look out for any of the extra places that are available in some of these bigger fields. I, I feel like a parrot. I mentioned. I know, but it is well. It is so worth mentioning. It's, it can be the difference between a losing season and a winning yeah. season in terms of profit. It's absolutely huge, especially the, the horses I tip. The way I play it is trying for bigger prices each way. They yeah. do so often end up coming fourth and fifth. So if you've got the extra places, it's you know it's yeah. absolutely mad not to. Yeah, makes all the difference. Okay, next race up is the 240 at Newmarket and Lamato heads the field here. Yeah, I'm... A very well-known name, Lamato, a Grade One winner over this um, this distance. Indeed, I believe over this coursing distance as well. I think Lamato's won a Group One, so um, we are, you know, absolutely knows what he's doing here. He won this race last year. Um, he goes well, fresh. He wasn't. It wasn't his first time out when he won this last year. He'd had a run in May, but obviously different times with the coronavirus um, lockdown, etc. Um, 
but he has run well fresh in the past, so I'm not concerned about that. Uh, and he is going to be my tip for the race, actually. Um, it was between him and Mubta Sim, who's also decent form uh, first time out. But I think on his best, Lamato is a good bit better than Mubta Sim. Um, so he, he's the one for me. Um, there's not a whole lot in behind that I think um, is particularly impressive. And I think if Lamato's near his best, he should win this. And I, you're getting three to one. So uh, you know, I'd make him more like a two to one shot. So pretty good value for him, uh, despite him being a favourite. And of course, they won it here last year as well. That's it. You know, the old course and distance stuff, but you just you can't get away from that. It's um, it's it's gold, you know. And it's it's yeah. always worth looking at. Okay, we're rattling through these today. Um, next up is the three o'clock at Newcastle, and you're looking at your favourite in this one as well. Yeah, I mean, if I've got a night out, you're going to always be a shoot. <laughs> I'll be rattling through the tips as quick as I can. Um, Yes, three o'clock. Um, another favourite, actually, I like here. Um, this is fairly straightforward race. Um, it's Phillies only. It's a group three, um, so you, you can take um, a good hard look at the ratings usually to, to weed out some that probably aren't good enough. Um, so for me, you're taking out four or five of these straight away. I think it's probably there are only six. Well, exactly. So that it's a it's a quick elimination process. <laughs> um, I think it boils down to look around, and Alvira look around. It looks to me to be fairly exposed, fairly settled uh, on this um, this sort of rating. Um, she's rated one hundred and three. Um, I'm not sure, you know, whether she's going to have a significant improvement to, to come. Um, whereas Alvira is. Um, twice raced, two wins, and is also rated 103, so just has that significant potential to, to go better still. Um, Rafe Beckett, top trainer, no complaints there, same um, the jockey, Harry Bentley. Um, I think perhaps the price that you're getting for look around um, relates more to Andrew Balding's form than anything else. He's had a fantastic start to the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look past that, I think Alvira looks like the the unexposed filly and although it's first time out um, I don't have any particular concerns with that so I'm thinking 13 to 8 looks a really fair price on that one Okay and you're going to add another favourite in the next race this is looking like a nice little treble that we could be building here Yeah I was thinking that myself I was going to suggest we do doubles and trebles on, on those um, Lomato, Aloe Vera and then this one which is thunderous in the 3.15 at Newmarket which is probably the most confident pick out of the three of them actually Um it's a Mark Johnson trained horse, so you're, you're fairly confident that it will be ready to rock first time out. That's never a, never usually a problem with Mark Johnson horses. Ryan Moore booked for it as well, so it's green light there. Um, the, the, the only danger, it's a five horse race, the only danger for me is Vulcan Star, um, who has had her on this season. But um, I just think Thunderous looks that little bit better, potential to be real quality. Yeah. Um, you know, and you they almost can't split them in the betting. I mean, I would have thunderous, probably a shade of odds on in this, um, just on on the form, trainer form and all that as well. It just looks to me to be a cert- not a certainty. I never ever say that, but uh, <laughs> the most likely winner, uh, put it that way. So I think you're getting eleven to eight with bet three six five for thunderous. So that's pretty, pretty good. This, I think. And that, yeah. I suspect that will go by the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so get on with as soon as you hear this, get the bet on. Get on it. Yeah, made a fairly impressive start to his career. Um, three wins to date so far. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's a listed race, so 
This is his first run as a three-year-old. So I got up improving and ended up sort of group two company, uh, or maybe even higher as, as time goes on. Okay, last but not least is the Northumberland Plate, and that sees 20 going to post this. It's got a real voice of how you feel about it. Oh, aye, this is my this is my area of expertise, <laughs> if you can call it that. Um, it's actually quite a tricky renewal this year. Um, there's there's less form to go on, uh, or less recent form to go on because of the because of the break. Um, and there's usually one or two you can pick out that are obvious improvers that look like they'll be going the right way, particularly with extra extra distance. This is a real sort of marathon um, in, in flat race in terms. It's over two miles. Um, but there's not actually anything near the top of the market that jumps out as me as a as a real obvious plot or a real um, young improver. Um, so I'm going big prices um, each way value with one that's uh, relatively well known and, and some would say exposed in the handicap and that's Rayshun for Ian Williams um, who is a horse I've backed to successfully and unsuccessfully in the past um, hasn't run since November that's not a concern for me with Ian Williams if he's targeting one at a particular race he, he always has them ready so if um, the horse is targeted at this and this is um, the one that Williams and the owner Dr Marlon Cooper cash I've been looking for then um, I would have no concerns about that um, drops down um, to a mark or, or, yeah sorry um, it's a, a, a workable handicap mark I should say um, I think in terms of challenging here um, he's one last time out back in November off 94 he only goes up £2 to 96 um, he's relatively unexposed at these sort of two mile trips he's only had two attempts at two miles um, and I think a strong pace, which you're guaranteed here um, over the longer trip, um, is absolutely ideal for him. So I think he will go very, very close. At, so you're getting 20 to 1. Um, okay. If you want to go for the five places, I think Coral um, I picked out as the, the best odds there. And then my second selection is an even bigger price. Um, it's a horse who has had a recent run, a horse called Mucka Magic, um, who... Listeners might have seen run into third behind their winning selection, Who Dares Wins, in the last day of Royal Ascot, the last race, in fact. Um, now, that wasn't, I don't think, a brilliant race, but it was third of nine in that, um, at a big price at 40 to 1. That is arguably a, a stronger race than most of these ones would normally run in, to put it that way. Um, and it was a bit of a surprise for Maka Magic to, to finish so close to who dares wins in the Grand Vizier. Um, but it just looked like the step up to that sort of distance was exactly what the horse was looking for. Um, he's gone up £7 for finishing third, which is a, a little bit of a punishment in the handicap mm-hmm. he's given. But I think that reflects the huge step up he took for the um, the improvement. So I think it's, it's probably fair. And I think there could be a whole more improvement to come only a four-year-old, um, so I think he could have a really good season over these sort of trips. And I thought forty to one was pretty generous. I think it's because of that big hike in the weight um, that people are maybe overlooking him a bit. But uh, I've got a bit of each way on that. There's forty to one again. You're getting five places. Some firms are going six places, but they're thirty-three to one. So I think I'll take the forties, five places. That'll do me nicely. Yep, I was just going to ask you that because I see Paddy Power are going six places, but they've actually got. Mocha Magic at twenty-five to one, as opposed to forty to one at, at five places. So I suppose the question is: At what point 
do you decide, you know, I'd rather have the five places at 41, 40 to 1 versus the six places at 25 to 1? Yeah, definitely go with the 40 at 5 for that one. Um, if, you know, if it's if it's 28 to 1 versus 33 to 1, 5, yeah. 6, then that becomes a question mark. Yeah. Uh, but forty to one, you know, that's almost double the price of twenty five. Yeah. So I'd de- definitely go for the bigger price there, and it doesn't matter. She's going to win anyway. So <laughs> I love your confidence. And that's you know, even had a beer yet, is it? <laughs> oh, not yet. Uh, okay, can you just quickly recap then through your seven tips for Saturday? I can indeed. So the one fifty is Mubakar. That's a win bet, eleven to four. 205 Newmarket No Bet, 225 Newcastle Cowboy Soldier, each way 16 to 1, 240 Newmarket Lamato, 3 to 1, 3 o'clock at Newcastle Aloe Vera, 13 to 8, 315 at Newmarket Thunderous, 11 to 8, and then two bets in the 335 at Newcastle, which are Reshun, 20 to 1 each way, and Mucka Magic, 40 to 1 each way. Nice one. Okay, so this week we've got another competition set up on the Who Knows Wins app, which includes all seven live races that we've just discussed. It's a £5 buy-in, as usual, so give it a go if you'd like to, uh, like to have an alternative way to follow your, your horses on Saturday. If you don't already have the Who Knows Wins app, then head over to the App Store where you can download it, and Paul will be on there representing Gambler with his selections for Saturday, so no pressure on you there, Paul. Yeah, good luck. Hopefully those three favourites all win. Give me at least half a chance. I'll give you a start. I'll give everyone else a start as well, probably, because they'll be on the favourites. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so that's us for another week. Don't forget you can follow Paul on Twitter at The Voice of Value and you'll be able to get a written version of the tips uh, we've discussed on the Mr Fix's tips site as well. So thanks for listening this week and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Good luck, everyone. <laughs>